Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Every now and again on Newsgram, we like to take a glimpse into history. After all, this is a show about interesting people living their lives in interesting ways, as well as sharing them with us. So today we're going to meet two women. The first is Abigail Adams, the wife of former President John Adams, as well as the mother of John Quincy Adams, our sixth president. As John Adams' closest advisor, and the one John Quincy Adams called mom, I think that definitely qualifies her as one of the founders of these United States. Going out on a limb there, I know. The second person I want you to meet today is Mary Mock, author of the new book, Wild Colts Make the Best Horses, The Intrepid Life of Abigail Adams. And I base it all on facts. So I always try to bring in her own words or John's own words to back up what I say about this. It's a miracle that he left for France and he left for Philadelphia and they corresponded. So we have a firsthand account of the things that happened in the revolution. It really shows the sheer sincerity of these men to get it right so there would be justice and, and liberty for future generations. The title is taken from Abigail's grandmother. Her parents were really concerned because this child was vivacious, outspoken, and so determined. She always said positive things would come from Abigail's, well, at the time they were called eccentricities. So she coined the phrase, wild colts make the best horses. Abigail became a great mother to her children, who were most of the time without their father, when he was gone for nearly 10 years. She was also a charitable woman, who history would record as one of the strongest and most influential women of her time, not to mention resourceful. She was a hands-on mother and a hands-on patriot. John wrote her that we need gunpowder and ammunition because of this ragtag army was just not prepared. Experimented with urine and rainwater at the farm and concocted her own gunpowder. Little John Quincy recorded in his journal that she even molded bullets in her own kitchen. That's right, you heard her say urine. Evidently, it produces potassium nitrate that back in the day was used to make gunpowder. But that's not important right now. Abigail's determination to support her family and the cause they desperately believed in was beyond admirable. And that support had consequences. They were expecting their sixth child, and John wanted to be home for that. But John was head of the board of war. Two days before the birth, the baby she could feel was struggling violently inside of her. So two days later, during labor, this typical Abigail, she wrote to John while she was in labor, and then their long-awaited baby daughter, who they were just so waiting for, was stillborn. And when I had to read these letters, I mean, I sobbed. She was like my best friend for nine years, you know? She had to bury that child without her best friend nearby her. The things these people endured for this nation, and she was such a, a patriot. She would have done anything for this country. Mary is a passionate writer. You can hear that, can't you? It definitely comes through in the book. And it might be because many of the things in Abigail's life parallel her own. Of course, nothing more than the passion they both share for this nation. Her book includes actual conversations, as you heard her mention, taken from letters of correspondence. And there are photographs. Always a bonus. Her passion makes this an easy read, and you really get a sense for what it was like during the early years of American independence. 
She says John and Abigail shared a single treasured pleasure, and it was receiving each other's letters. They didn't just enjoy the correspondence, but they recognized the importance of preserving it. When I read that, I thought, oh my gosh, this is not just biographical history. It's also a romance novel. Mary Mock is the author of Wild Colts Make the Best Horses, The Intrepid Life of Abigail Adams. And here she is, reading one of Abigail's letters. This one was written shortly after he became president, a time when a woman's opinion was rarely, if ever, elicited or expected. In the new code of laws, which I suppose it will be necessary for you to make, I desire you would remember the ladies. That is her most famous quote. Be more generous to them than their ancestors. Don't put such unlimited power into the hands of husbands. Remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. If you enjoy history, well-told history, and you want to learn more about one of our nation's strongest first ladies, I think you'll enjoy this one. She was so far ahead of her time because she was for the abolishment of slavery. She wanted women to be able to participate in government. She understood that just being home with the children sometimes isn't enough. Politics, romance, history, and the page-turning passion of Mary Mock. What's not to love? Order it up or download your own copy of Wild Colts Make the Best Horses, The Intrepid Life of Abigail Adams. There's a link to it right here in the show notes. And that will do it for yet another edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com.